1: Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Episode 192 is Episode 91, Goal Setting and Strategizing for the New Year.
0: Welcome to the Frugal Friends Podcast, where you'll learn to save money, save money. embrace simplicity, embrace and live a richer life. life. Here are your hosts, Jen and Jill.
1: Ooh, ooh. Welcome to the Frugal Friends Podcast. My name is Jen. My name is Jill. And today we are re-airing one of our most popular episodes, which happens to be about goal setting. And we strategically planned it to be right now. Happy Christmas Eve, mm, mm. Uh, but we assume most of you will not be listening to this episode on Christmas Eve. Maybe you are, right? Maybe, maybe, maybe you love us so much, we're such good friends. Or you're driving to your parents' house, and it's like a you know an hour drive, and you're cool. You're listening to us, but we wanted to get this out a little bit before the new year so that you can. Plan and strategize for your 2022 goals.
0: Mm, It's coming up; it's right around the corner. That time when we just strategize and plan and set all the goals, and then go back to eating. February
1: happens and and fail. But so we don't want that to happen to you. So we are re-airing this episode, and this episode is also brought to you by our 2022 goal planning workshop. So we are going to help you plan your goals live. On December 27th, we are doing a free planning and strategy workshop to help you break down your 2022 money goals into actionable month by month little goals and steps. So it's like an extension of this episode. We'll be doing it live together. Jill and I will be doing it too. So come with a goal in mind and let's break it down together. Space is limited and a replay will be sent out to everyone, but grab your seat at frugalfriendspodcast.com/training
0: what a fun thing oh, it's in gonna between be so fun. the holidays just before the new year i'm so excited also brought to you by All. One of the best arcade and circus games out there next to Skee-Ball, of course. But their sponsorship was out of our price range. You can't win at Whack-A-Mall without a good strategy and a fair degree of rage, quick reflexes, and just an overall sense of urgency. Kind of like what we're talking about in this episode. Whack-A-Mall, where strategy and chaos meet to create fun for all.
1: So if you're ready to talk about rage, reflexes... And an overall sense of urgency, <laughs> <Yes>. then stay, <laughs> stay
0: tuned. tuned. And it is, it, it is whack a mole or whack a mole. Oh, we'll talk about
1: that later. All right. So today's first article is from mindtools.com and it is The Golden Rules of Goal Setting. So, five rules to set yourself up for success. And I love getting set up for success. So I really liked this one. How about you, Jill?
0: Really good. Yeah. I always love the succinct articles. You know, the list of 35, they're all fine and good, but you usually have to weed through them for the five good things. And this just cuts straight to the chase.
1: Yeah. And usually, so Google prioritizes thing articles that are longer. So that's why you see these lists of 50, 35, 100. Um, But... Tools is, a, is just a good website. And so Google puts it up in the algorithm. And uh, you, you'll see why when you read this article.
0: So I like that they say, even before they get into the first, the, the five things, is that it needs to start with careful consideration, of what you want to achieve. So before we just rush to set goals, set goals, sit down and actually think, what are my priorities? I love that term, careful consideration, probably because I love alliteration. And rhyming, whoa, look at me. And my timing, I don't know.
1: (laughs) Jen, save me. Sorry. (laughs) No. Let's let's just start with <laughs> let's start with the five golden rules. The first one is set goals that motivate you. So, definitely, once you determine that your goals are relevant, that they will get you to where you need to be, you want them to be big enough to motivate you. So, not you know just make a to do list, but you want them to be relevant uh, and and get you closer to your goal, and that is going to motivate you.
0: Yeah, you need to have a value for achieving it, and it has to be related to your highest priorities in life. And I know that Jen will probably talk about goal competition because she loves talking about that, but this is related to that of
1: mm-hmm.
0: where are the big rocks in your life as far as the the things that take up the most space and are the biggest priorities and look to set goals around those things first. Yes. So number two of the five golden rules, I know we said we weren't going to talk about it, but we are going through this article. So we're going to put it out there for you. Set smart goals. So if you've been in this space for a while, you are familiar with what SMART goals are. If not, I'll quickly run through it, but we won't spend a ton of time on this. It's what every single goal-setting article, podcast, anything says, because it's good. It, it is good. It yeah, just is. there's a reason. Recycled content. But yeah. SMART goals talk to the type of goals that you need to set for them to be effective. And it's just a helpful... Acronym. So it stands for specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time bound. Your goals need to have each one of these categories checked off in order for them to be a really good, probably goal that you will achieve if you have looked at it from all of these angles. It's just a good tool to have in your tool belt. So it it does fall under the golden rules of goal setting. Yeah. Set a smart goal. Um,
1: but here's one place where you can get um, maybe set back w- with using the smart framework. And uh, the, the framework makes sure that the goals are attainable and relevant, um, but it doesn't make that assure that they are challenging. So the SMART framework allows you to make goals that are small mm-hmm. um, and it, it can tempt you to do because you want to be able to attain it in a time-sensitive manner. So yes, it will get you towards your goal in smaller increments, but I think we have to look outside of the SMART framework and set stretch goals, so goals that aren't initially um, maybe seemingly possible. And then once you have your stretch goal, you make your SMART goals around those. So they say the first one should be motivational. Um, And I would just translate that into being like a stretch goal. Mm -hmm. So something that you don't initially think you can achieve and then try and make goals that will get you to that. And like, yeah, you might not achieve it. But you'll get so much further than if you had just been making uh, smaller SMART goals. Mm -hmm. So that's that's my only qualm with the SMART framework. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it can sometimes set our mindset to only making it just super realistic, which yeah. helps us to ha- form habits and maybe check off, like you said, these smaller things. But it's not necessarily the framework that's going to get us to those dream
1: level type goals. Yeah, We'll talk a little bit more about how to do that in the next article too.
0: Nice. Okay. Number three is write it down. Even you non-Type A people out there, write it down. There is so much power in putting something on paper, but not just that, getting it out of your head. There, There's something about our connecting from what's happening in our brain to putting it out in a tangible way. And this applies in a lot of other areas of life, not just goal setting, although I won't go down that rabbit trail, but there is something to actually getting it out of our heads and putting it down on paper with our hands. And Mm -hmm. with that, I like this tip that the article gives to watch your words They do matter. So where we might be tempted to say, I would like to read 20 books this year. Instead, I will. And it puts this extra level of urgency, um, discipline, and determination to it. If we don't give ourselves that wiggle room of the words that we choose. It can just Mm -hmm. then carry a different weight to it. So be careful with the words that you put to it and write it down.
1: Yeah. And further breaking that down into, I will read a book. I will finish a book every two weeks. Mm. So breaking that down and giving yourself um, an even more like specific time. That's that, like going into that SMART goal framework is, giving yourself a SMART goal for every single step of the bigger stretch goal. Uh, Four is make an action plan. Um, So this is where goal planning meetings come in. And every powerful couple that I see, Mm. they have goal planning meetings. Mm. This happens with very successful people have goal planning meetings with their spouse or partner. And very successful people, if they're not married, have goal planning retreats or meetings just with themselves. Like, this is something they make a priority and they sit down and do. This was the main reason I created the Financial Freedom Planner that I have on my website. It is a planner just for a goal planning meeting. Mm -hmm. Um, But we also have a free printable that you can use for a goal planning meeting If you go to frugalfriendspodcast.com slash goals, so G-O-A-L-S, you can get a free goal planning meeting worksheet. So it's going to have your one stretch goal at the top and then two smart goals that will help you get closer to that. Um, And then at the bottom, some strategies you can implement to get closer to achieving those SMART goals. And and we'll talk about strategies later. But So that's kind of the format for having a goal planning meeting. You are establishing your stretch goal. You are deciding on one or two SMART goals to use uh, to start out with. And then you are figuring out the changes that you need to make to get closer to those SMART goals. Mm -hmm. So that is, you know, your three-step action plan for a a goal planning meeting and it's essential like we do it, we did it in uh when we were in mexico last month on vacation we didn't have a paper or a scrap like any scrap paper so we did it on the back of paper coasters oh is yes. how we yeah we wrote our goals for for just january on the back of some coasters
0: oh while you were at an all-inclusive resort <laughs> yes. there's nothing better to dream big than when you're laying on the beach
1: Yes, on our balcony of our suite. Oh, okay. Right on some coasters. That's amazing. <laughs> so
0: number five of the five golden rules is stick with it, which doesn't sound super tangible, but it is related to numbers three and four of writing it down, having an action plan, and then sticking with it. That That is key. If you don't mm-hmm. stick with it, then you're not going to accomplish your goal. That's just obvious. So... Building in these activities, so the action plan, right, what you just said, Jen, of having the meeting with your husband, but then continuing to meet from there and re-evaluating, how are we doing Are there any shifts that we need to make? Is this still high priority? Have we accomplished the goal? Do we need to set a new goal? Like constantly reevaluating and having reminders, which I also think the tangible piece of that is number three of writing it down. Because if it's written down and if you have some sort of visual constantly, then it does make it easier for it to be at the forefront of your mind. And for you to be able to stick with it. So if there's some way for it to be a regular reminder or a visual or even an alarm in your phone that goes off every two weeks or a meeting planned every month, whatever it is, have a way that you know will work for you for you to be able to stick with that thing.
1: Yeah, definitely. So that's all for this one. Um, So Our next article is from James Clear. He's the author of Atomic Habits, and he is a brilliant mind Mm -hmm. in the world of habit formation. And I really enjoy his writing. So he has a really unique perspective on goals, and uh, it's that you shouldn't make them. But (laughs) (laughs) we're looking at his um, article on goal setting, uh, and it's called A Scientific Guide to Setting and Achieving Goals. Uh, So what did you think about this one, Jill?
0: Oh, this spoke to my logical brain so much. And I do think that for those who are a bit more concrete thinkers, who aren't your dream board creators out of cut up pieces of magazines, this article is for you. It really Mm -hmm. breaks it down as far as what works when we understand the human psyche, what actually helps us to do the things that we want to do. And I, I wrote even in our outline, science and strategy. What he goes into is talking about those two things and why it works and how to do the things to actually get at what what we want to see achieved in our life. So love this perspective.
1: Yeah. Uh, making a goal is the easy part. Yeah, It is easy to make a stretch goal, make smart goals. But it's that final part of what are the strategies that you're going to use to actually do these goals. And I just love how he breaks that down and, and tries to change your mindset from a smart goal framework to a forget your goals and just focus on the systems that will take you there. And I don't, I don't think you should forget your goals. I think you should still make goals or we would be having a completely different episode topic right now. Um, But I think his view on focus, focus on the strategies that get there um, and you're going to have a much like higher percentage rate of reaching those SMART goals. My favorite part about spring cleaning is that post clean clarity when I'm like, wow, I can finally think clearly. How was I functioning in that mess before? It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan.
0: If this sounds like the type of spring cleaning your finances need right now, then it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month.
1: All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Plus you can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts.
0: To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash frugal. That's mintmobile.com slash frugal. Cut your wireless bill to $15 a month at mintmobile.com slash frugal. $45 upfront payment required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply.
1: See Mint Mobile for details. Now that I have kids, I'm hyper aware of the information I put online. But unfortunately, there's only so much I can do. Our personal information is everywhere on the internet, and I don't have time to monitor and take it off every website. That's why I personally use Delete Me.
0: Delete.me is a service that finds and removes any personal information from hundreds of data broker websites and make sure it stays off. Delete.me isn't just a one-time service. It's always working for you, constantly monitoring and removing
1: the personal information you don't want on the internet. I signed up, completed a questionnaire, and they took it from there, submitting opt-out requests to data broker sites and keeping my personal info private. To take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete.me.
0: Now, add a special discount for our listeners. Today, get 20% off your Delete.me plan when you go to joindeletemecom slash frugal and use promo code frugal at checkout. The only way to get 20% off is to go to joindeletemecom slash frugal and enter code frugal at checkout. That's joindeliteme.com slash frugal code frugal. Yeah. So the first item that stood out to me in this article, and it is quite long. It's fantastic though. So feel free to check it out on your own time. But the first one that I want to highlight here is where he talks about stacking your goals, meaning to be super specific. And again, my more logical side of my brain loves this because he is pulling upon research saying that research has shown that you are two to three times more likely to stick to your goals if you have a specific Plan on where and how and what and why you're going to do the things that you're doing, which, okay, yeah, that's kind of related to smart goals, but he doesn't even talk about smart goals, which is so fun. <laughs> so they, they used within the research that he's talking about, they used the specific phrase saying that if you fill in this phrase, you are so much more likely to actually accomplish it. So he gives the example of during the next week, I will partake in at least blank amount of time of vigorous exercise on blank day at blank time of day at blank place. So you can see how specific it's getting, like literally down to what time are you going to do this thing? And having written that out and being so specific actually makes you two to three times more likely to do that thing.
1: Yeah. So just like if you have a goal to read 20 books this year, then i'm going to read for 20 minutes before i go to bed every single night and i will read you know break your book up into pages and say i'm going to read at least 20 pages but no more than 50 and and so one of his things is like have upper bounds yeah that's that's the next one i'm getting out of order i am going to talk about the other one i want to talk about but uh, the next one the next one is to have upper bounds. So yeah, we say, I want to read uh, you know 20 pages a night. So his thing is instead of just saying I want to read at least 20 pages, say I want to read at least 20 pages, but no more than 50. Mm-hmm. So giving yourself that upper bound, it motivates you it, it subconsciously motivates you to go beyond your minimum. Mm-hmm. And you want to go further to that upper bound versus if, you know, my goal is to do at least five push-ups a day, I'm doing five push-ups. But if my goal is to do at least five push-ups, no more than twenty, I'm more likely to go for twenty or or at least eighteen or something. Mm-hmm. Personally, I will go for none. But that's kind <laughs> of that's the psychological effect, just those simple words. And that simple phrase has on our actions.
0: But what he's also arguing about the upper bound is that it does have a cutoff in that sometimes we could say, I want to read 50 pages tonight. But if we don't set the upper bound, then we might get carried away and read 500 pages. But then now what? Because then the next day, it's like, well, that's, I read so many, we might feel like, That's what I need to do now, now that I've proven that I can do that. And it creates unsustainability, that it's not going to have much longevity to it. Then, And so he's arguing that there really is this specific area where we experience the maximum achievement or our maximum potential and if we push too far beyond that, then it's no longer sustainable. So finding where that happy medium is of where you achieve the most, but it's also creating longevity. so there's there's multiple purposes for the upper bound super interesting
1: concept.
0: Um, mm-hmm. encourage you to try it out.
1: Yeah. Another one that I am passionate about is ruthlessly eliminating your goals. And this comes back to goal competition. Um, I'm a big fan of the book, The One Thing by Gary Keller. And it states if you focus on one thing at a time, you're more likely to um, reorganize your priorities and commit to that one thing like more fully with less um, decision fatigue and less goal competition. Mm -hmm. And so you reach goals faster, more efficiently, um, and to a higher degree than you would have if you're going for multiple goals at the same time. So that's why there's only one stretch goal on the goal planning worksheet. Um, And you can have a few SMART goals that point to that stretch goal, but even those goals that point to the main goal, you shouldn't be working on a lot of them at the same time. Um, I wouldn't do more than two. Because once you have the SMART goals, then you have to work on changing your lifestyle and your habits. And you can't change your habits and lifestyle drastically um, at any given point in time. So you have to further it down and only pick a few things from your life to change at a time. Mm -hmm. So it all kind of works in tandem. And so that's why I am passionate that you should just be focusing on as few things as possible at once um, to to ensure that you reach them. And mm-hmm. you reach them well, that you're not just floundering. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, which I think relates to actually setting goals, not just things you're already doing. I think sometimes mm-hmm. we can get confused with that of something that I'm already doing, and maybe I just want to do it a little bit more Okay, that's that's kind of doable without sitting down and doing an entire action plan and constant follow up meetings. Don't cloud all of your goals with just something that's already a part of your rhythm. That, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about these big goals that's going to take effort, that's going to take sacrifice, that's going to take determination, an area of life that you have lacked motivation, but it's really a big priority to you. That's what mm-hmm. we're talking about.
1: Yeah. And having too many goals at the same time, like your goals uh, could change over the years. They mm-hmm. will change over the years. And if you are working at too many things right now, then you're going you're gonna to inevitably work towards things that in a few months or years won't be your goal anymore. And so you're going to make progress to something that doesn't matter anymore. And I have done that so many times mm-hmm. in my life. Um, and I, personally, I feel like it's wasted time. Like in, in the grand scheme of things, it's not no time working towards a goal is wasted. But I feel like I could have been investing in something um, better Um, Mm. that got me to my niche goal. So that's another reason. I love the story he tells about rose bushes. And it's he says, as a rose bush grows, it creates more buds than it can sustain. And if you talk to an experienced gardener, they'll tell you that a rose bush needs to be pruned to bring out the best in both their appearance and performance. Mm. So in other words, if you want a rose bush to thrive, then you need to cut away Some of the good buds, so the great ones can fully blossom. Mm. And it is a mantra to live by that you're not just pruning away bad stuff out of your life, you're pruning away good stuff too, but it's in order for the great stuff to fully blossom. Such a helpful
0: illustration, especially mm-hmm. if you've gardened before. If you haven't, then it kind of takes some explaining. But I learned that with tomato plants that you've got, yeah, you've got to take, snap off, snip off some of the buds to get some really amazing, juicy tomatoes. So you might get less, but you'll get better
1: yeah. tomatoes. Mm. I don't garden, so I don't know anything about that. Well, I just told you you.
0: about that, so now you can apply it to your life.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So if you want like a rose-shaped life or a tomato-shaped life, follow these mantras. (laughs) Um, The last thing that I want to point out in this article, and it, it really is good. You should definitely read it, anything by James Clear, I'm a big fan of, is how to align your environment mm. with your goals. Yeah, because great. I feel that is the biggest barrier that we have to, to meeting our goals it, and to changing our lifestyle and implementing strategies to achieve our goals is our environment. Um, so he gives some like smaller, smaller examples. So if you sleep with your phone next to your bed, then checking social media and email as soon as you wake up, is likely to be your default decision. Mm -hmm. If you walk into your living room and your couches and chairs all face the television, watching television is the likely default decision. If you keep alcohol in your kitchen, drinking consistently, more likely to be default decision. It's like he's at my house um, (laughs) talking to me, (laughs) if we're being honest. (laughs) Um, And then, so he says, so figure out ways to make your default decision healthier, um, so if you keep a dumbbell next to your desk at work, then pumping out some quick curls is more likely to be your default decision. I <laughs> don't know out in what world quick curls, girl. Yeah, I I don't know in what world that would ever be my <laughs> default decision. But if you've more got power carpet to you.
0: in your office, then doing push-ups is more likely to be your default decision. <laughs>
1: sure. Um, here's one I can get on. If you keep a water bottle with you throughout the day, then drinking water rather than soda is more likely to be the default decision. Um, If you place floss in a visible location, like next to your toothbrush, flossing becomes more likely to be a default decision. So it's figuring out what it takes to achieve your SMART goals and setting up your environment um, to be more conducive to that. So for me, so this is on a bigger level, and it may not be for everyone, but... Um, relationships was a big, uh, factor in keeping me in debt. I wanted to maintain relationships with people that wanted to go out all the time. Mm. And so I needed to make my environment more conducive to paying off debt. And I had to make new friends, which for an introvert is super hard. (laughs) Um, but I had to make new friends that didn't want to spend money. Yeah. And it's not that I like forgot the ones that did. But I just, I couldn't hang out at the places they wanted to hang out. And so instead of being a lonely hermit, you know, decided to make, do the hard thing and make new friends. Mm -hmm. And that was something that, so my default decision was to do free activities. That's how I changed my environment to align with my goals. Mm -hmm. I love the
0: science and strategy in this and the simple things that he gives here of creating visual cues, having simplicity with it, right? That does sound so simple. Carry around water. You're more likely to drink water. Just recognize that as humans, that is what we are most likely to do. The thing that is... Mm -hmm. most readily available, the easiest, most accessible, the thing that we hardly even think about, we just do because it's right there. Look at those aspects of your life and how can you create minor changes there that will help you towards your larger goals. Mm
1: -hmm. Good word. Yeah. You know what else is a good word? Always a good word. It's the Bill of the Week.
2: Hi, Jen and Jill. This is Ellie and I'm contacting you from Brisbane in Australia. I just want to say how much I love your podcast. I've just discovered it a couple of weeks ago and I've been really enjoying it. So thank you. Um, I also was inspired to send my own Bill story because I really love your Bill of the Week section. So my Bill of the Week story for you is actually for me a bill of the year and it's about my power bill. So we have solar panels on our roof and because of that we only get one power bill every year in winter when we don't generate a whole lot of power. For the rest of the year we actually get credit from, back from our, our power company because our solar panels generate enough power to meet our own power needs, but the excess power that we don't use goes back into the grid and the solar, the power company pays us for that. So that's really fantastic. Um and the reason that we were able to get solar panels on our roof is that we're really frugal and many years ago we were we saved up and we also used a government grant, a rebate, to be able to get the solar panels, which has been fantastic. So we've had really low power expenses for years now. Anyway, thanks for your podcast and for validating my frugality. I didn't realise frugality was a thing until I discovered your podcast. Um So thanks very much and keep up the great work. I'm really enjoying it. Thanks. Bye. Oh my gosh, Ellie. That's
0: amazing. Ellie, thanks for calling in from Australia. I've never been there, but that is on my bucket list. One of the places I'd love to go. So... So fun to have a frugal friend in Australia and how amazing. Not only, I mean, this really is the quintessential of frugality, what you're sharing with us of not just how you saved up to be able to buy the solar panels, how it saves you money, but also how environmentally friendly that is. And Eliminating your energy usage because you are tapping into the sun and your yearly bill—oh my gosh! Yes. Everything combined, it's amazing. Thanks so much for sharing that.
1: Yeah, and we, yeah, we do a lot of solar panels here, but they're not really—they're not super affordable for what you get. Um, so I love that you just—you saved up, you—you you, you took advantage of a grant, and I think that's so cool. So. Thank you, Ellie. If you have another cool bill to share with us, um, visit frugalfriendspodcast.com slash bill and leave us a bill Mm. and we will be excited about it with you.
0: How do I get my partner on board with our finances? It's a top question we get from listeners and we've realized it's a game changer when there are tools that allow you to work together better like
1: Monarch. Monarch is the top rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, track progress toward financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com frugal. Unlike
0: other personal finance apps, Monarch's simple design makes it so easy to set up and manage your household finances. Plus, they have built-in collaboration features so you can invite your partner at no extra cost.
1: After trying out Monarch myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, listeners of this show will get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal. That's dot com slash frugal for your extended 30-day free trial. Go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal for an extended 30-day free trial. When it comes to ensuring your company has top-notch security practices,
2: things can get complicated fast. Vanta automates compliance for SOC 2, ISO 27001 and more, saving you time and money. With Vanta, you
1: can streamline security reviews by automating questionnaires and demonstrating your security posture with a customer-facing trust center. Over 7,000 global companies like
2: Atlassian, FlowHealth, and Quora use Vanta to build trust and prove security in real time. Listeners can claim a special offer of $1,000 off Vanta at
1: vanta.com special. That's V-A-N-T-A dot com special for $1,000 off Vanta. We're always excited about these things. We are so excited. Like, and we don't feign it at all. We are legit.
0: (laughs) We keep talking about sharing the video at some point because Jen and I do video calls with each other because there's so much that you miss out on with what our faces and our bodies do while we're recording. There's real excitement and fist pumping
1: happening. yeah. Which yeah, I I don't watch a lot of YouTube, so I don't understand it. But apparently, a lot of people do. So someday,
0: maybe, yeah, maybe that'll day. be on the Frugal Friends goals. We should set Frugal Friends goals. We should. Well, it's okay. just occurring to
1: us now. So cool. <laughs> we should have a goal planning meeting, Jill, <gasps> with the two of us. Yeah, and it could be because you're episode. like my podcast wife. Yes. <laughs> And we are we'll a power the, couple. We'll
0: negotiate
1: and everything. Yeah, we did set some individual goals, mm-hmm.
0: which we year. will talk about now in our lightning round.
1: Yes. So, Jill, you recently had a goal planning meeting with Eric, oh, and yes. you saw that. I did see it. Of course, I, fo- I follow you. I'm watching always. <laughs>
0: yeah yeah it it's a it's yes it's a goal planning meeting I guess we could call it that I don't call it that because I think Eric would never participate if I (laughs) called
1: it that well that's a thing you have to you have to call it um, whatever your spouse will participate in so what did you call it
0: oh just looking back on New Year's Eve predictions (laughs) I don't know what we call it You made a spreadsheet. Let's drink coffee on New Year's Day. So, yes, Eric and I have done this for the past, oh, I guess this is our fourth year. So since 2017, it started just on paper. We've moved to online because it's 2020 now. (laughs) New decade. Where we talk about what has happened in the past year, we... we did make some changes, but this is how it started. What has happened, what we think will happen in the coming year, and what we hope will happen in the coming year. This year, we got rid of the what I think will happen column. That was probably even after I posted on on our Facebook group, but I realized part of this idea of okay, almost smart goals versus stretch goals of the realistic, what I actually think, but then the more stretch, like what I actually hope will happen. So we just moved into just stretch, like what we just hope is going to happen. Um, So we do this every year, but we do it separately. That's something I didn't mention on social media. He does his and I do mine. So we don't even, so that's probably where it it shifts a little bit. There's more of Mm -hmm. a fun element to it. And then we put it away and we don't look at it until the next year. So the goal parts I do keep at the forefront of my mind, but there's aspects to it that are just somewhat prediction, somewhat I'm not sure what's going to happen and it's not that important to me what happens. I'm not explaining it well, but anyhow, it's fun. So, but as far as goals go, so we're sharing goals, right? Mm -hmm. Individual goals. So this year... I want to, and this is going to sound so, so small and so attainable, but you've got to understand I really don't read that often, but I do want to read this year. So I'm setting a goal of reading three books, which for me is a lot because I read zero this past year. (laughs) I skim, I take little snippets. It's like this awful strategy that I developed through undergrad and grad school where I don't actually read start to finish. So read three full books. For me, I want them to be a, across a variety of topics, mostly probably profession, like aligning with my profession. I want to practice Spanish more. That's been a long-term goal of mine to learn the Spanish language. So I've got some specific things related to that about how I'm going to do that. And then I also want to draw more. So for me, that will probably look like drawing two times a month. I'm going to do it when Eric is recording because his goal is to record his own album this year. So I'm seeing that I could kind of align my time with his when he's doing that. I could pull out my my pencils and pens and and draw again.
1: That's awesome.
0: Yeah, kind of hobby-related goals. I'm excited about them.
1: Yeah. I. You could just go to Cancun to learn Spanish. We were practicing our <laughs> yes. Spanish Over there. I was like, we need to come back more so we can speak more fluently.
0: I have kicked around the idea of a Spanish immersion program, so... Maybe. I I think I realized I was going to do it in 2020, go to Guatemala, attend like the Spanish acquisition program. But I realized that if I'm not doing it consistently here in the States already and I'm not forming those habits, then it's going to do nothing. Yeah. I have to if I go and I invest that time and money, I've got to have the ability to keep it up. And I think I have to prove that to myself now before I go. So, so
1: that's the plan. Nice. So my goals, um, I have, my goals are all pretty stretched. I, in the past, have only made professional goals, and I've realized more this past year that I want to be more well-rounded. So I don't want to sacrifice my personal growth, or I don't want to grow professionally um, at the expense of my personal growth. And so— Ooh, that's um, so good. Yeah, so that's something I'm really taking to account this year because— I I go, go, go. I took like a four-week maternity leave, and then I was back to work. Like, I just can't sit still. Yeah. So that's a big—working 24-7 is a big problem for me. And I just—I want to continue to thrive, but also make some goals outside of that. So my first goal is professional. It's to earn six figures. That Mm. is definitely a stretch goal for me. I've never come anywhere close. But— I've made some smart goals and I've put some strategies in place where that will be attainable. Mm. So it'll be hard, but uh, attainable. So that's... Is
0: this dual income or just
1: you? Just me. Dang, girl. I know, I know. So it's definitely going to be a year where I'm really investing in
0: Mm
1: -hmm. um, my business. Getting into that next tax bracket. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, (laughs) I'm, I'm moving on up. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. So my second one is to read the Bible in a year. Uh, I downloaded an app. Uh, it's called Daily Audio Bible, and they have the mm-hmm. podcast. It's in podcast version too. But he reads the version like the amount that you would read because I've had trouble reading the Bible in the past, and but listening I can do. And then he talks about it afterwards, which is helpful.
0: Mm.
1: It's like a 45-minute podcast, but only 30 minutes of it is the actual reading. And then to work out three times a week. I am super bad at fitness, uh, if you couldn't tell from all of the comments I make about fitness. Um, (laughs) But I do have a CrossFit membership, and I do use it regularly. And I want to be even more consistent in it so that I can actually see progress and uh, lose that baby weight. That's where I'm going with that. So those are my big goals for the year.
0: Awesome.
1: Yeah. And then pretty soon we'll have to set
0: Frugal Friends goals. Yeah.
1: I mean, we're almost at half a million downloads. And so I think we could get to... Which by the time this episode releases, probably will be there. We might be. Yeah. So maybe 750,000 downloads for the year. Mm -hmm. That would be lovely. Thank you so much for listening to the replay of this episode. We hope that you are going to have a great little break this weekend, kind of like we're having. So we thank you so much for listening and for your kind reviews on Apple Podcasts like this one. It's from Bonjour. It's me, Charlotte. I imagine. Maybe. That's maybe what how she's uh-huh. saying Uh, But it says, Jen and Jill are frugal queens. Happens to be five stars. She says, I've been listening to Jen and Jill for over a year and should have posted this review a long time ago. As a grad student on limited income, the golden nuggets of information in this podcast have been life changing over the past year. Also, most of my real life frugal friends are men. So it is such a breath of fresh air to feel like I have frugal lady friends by listening to this podcast. Bravo, ladies, and thank you for all the hard work that goes into making this podcast.
0: Oh, Charlotte. Charlotte. Thank you. I love the golden nuggets and information. What a cool image that is for me just
1: like wendy's chicken nuggets in the heart shape
0: (laughs) that are gold and like raining down beautiful frugal information we also want to thank our friends who share these episodes on social media so when you share the latest episode on instagram we add you to our monthly drawing for every five tags and reviews we get each month we're giving away fifty dollars five zero mm. for you to spend in the frugal friends shop
1: so keep leaving us reviews wherever you listen to podcasts and sending the screenshots to frugalfriendspodcast at gmail.com and don't forget to tag us on social see you next week frugal friends is produced by eric Siriani. All right. Mm Whack-a-mole or whack-a-mole. Right. So I've never heard of whack-a-mole. And I said, Jill, you are wrong.
0: (laughs) And I said, but I don't think I am. Maybe we're both right.
1: (laughs) And the internet has said we are both right. So whack-a-mole is a game an arcade game.
0: Where you try and whack them all. You
1: hit, get as many points as possible by hitting the moles with your hammer.
0: <laughs> Through strategy, chaos, urgency, rage. quick reflexes, and a bit of rage.
1: So it is whack-a-mole and whack-a-mole.
0: And isn't that just the truth about goal setting and strategizing in the new year?
1: I think isn't it the is it, it about it all? life? Isn't it about life uh, where you're initially like, oh no, that's wrong because I know this for a fact to be true.
0: Mm-hmm. And then you turn to the internet.
1: And the internet where says, all truth is. <laughs> and the internet says, No, you're both right.
0: Oh, this is a beautiful way to start the year.
1: It's a beautiful way to head into Christmas. Uh, And to
0: celebrate our friendship. Yeah. And you're both right.
1: Know that you have the gift of just because you're right doesn't mean somebody else has to be wrong. Mm. You can both be right.
0: (sighs) What (laughs) Love that relativism. So whack a mole, whack a mole, whatever you choose to do, get at that goal, strategize about it and
1: know that you are right. And sign up for our goal, planning, and setting live workshop on December 27th, frugalfriendspodcast.com slash training. And if you write whack-a-mole to get whack-a-mole together, it almost looked like you were writing whack email. Ooh! So we're going to send you some whack email <laughs> with a link which is like great email workshop.
0: that'll help you yeah
1: mm-hmm. whack in the best sense of the word
0: all right let's get them all let's whack them all